Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Last I Go Heart podcast. And before we begin, we have to start out how every amazing podcast starts, and that's with a sick intro. So without any further ado, DJ, take it away. What is up, everybody? How's everybody's Tuesday going? Mine is going great and amazing. I'm finally be able to do this awesome podcast, man. I'm trying, finally being able to get my thoughts out into this microphone and out to the world is amazing. Being trapped in this room in my house for the past four months has just been terrible. It's been a real struggle, and uh, I bet it has been y'all, <laughs> been for y'all too. But give it up for that intro. Oh man, I wonder who made that. Yeah, it was me. Took me an hour to make that intro. On FL Studio. Shout out to FL Studio. I know they did not pay me to say that, but just for any wannabe SoundCloud rappers out there, you want a software that's gonna give you some good beats? I would recommend FL Studio for sure. And if you didn't like that intro, it's fine. If it's the worst 10 11 seconds of your life, just plug your ears for that amount of time because I promise you the rest of the podcast is gonna be so worth it. It's, but that intro is gonna be on every single one of my podcasts from now on so hopefully you enjoyed it and i'm just glad to have this equipment here this awesome microphone i stole it i didn't mean to but i stole it from my high school yeah it happened to be in my room during the summer okay i didn't mean to i didn't go out there willingly and be like you know what i'm gonna steal this microphone i just used to do radio uh, like a radio little portion, five to seven minute segment on the radio promoting my high school. <laughs> it, it, it was a bunch of exaggeration because my high school is terrible. I didn't like high school, my high school in particular, but you know what? I went on there and I made my high school look amazing. I made the sports programs look amazing. The one sport, football. They prided themselves on football. They prided themselves on, and they were garbage, garbage, for my junior and senior year. Okay, I had more things to promote about on the radio for volleyball than I did football. It was just awful. But no, I stuck through and I did it. Okay, and I found this microphone in my room. And you know what? Actually, the high school owes me this microphone. I feel as though this microphone is owed to me. Because I did so much for that high school promoting wise. So if any kids transfer to that school, if they get any new kids this year, it's all because of me. I did it. Dawson Igohart made those kids want to go to that school because of his awesome announcing voice. And they, I know for a fact, they tuned into that small, little bitty, tiny local radio station. <laughs> over by my town I know for a fact they tuned in I tuned in one time to listen to my segment to listen to my little radio thing I it was awful I hate listening to my voice recorded and then listening it back I'm just like oh my god that's one thing that I'm debating about what like listening to this podcast because I'm like oh I'm gonna rewind it back and start listening to it I'm like man this is not good but no it may be good but I just don't like listening to my voice so I listened to it on the radio and they played me right after two to th- two or three fifties songs, like back in the fifties, back in the fifties or sixties. They were playing like little, little jazz, little music. I don't even know. 
grandma's music. And then all of a sudden, the radio voice goes, hello, everybody, whatever. And then he introduced me, and then I went on. And I started talking about the school. So, it was awful. <laughs> but no, I feel like the school owes me this microphone. So, thank you for accidentally allowing me to steal it. But no, so I have this now. And now the last Eigelhart podcast. That's the name. And you're probably wondering why it's called the last Eigelhart podcast. It's because I am the last Eigelhart in my family. I'm the last male to take on that last name as the Eigelhart. And if you're an only child that's a male, or if you have been through the same things as I have, like I, my dad and my brother are no longer on this planet, it's a lot of pl- power. It is. Because you could, you could have a wife and you could choose to have kids with her, or you can choose to just burn that family tree to the ground. Be, be that last. Be that last person. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to be that last person. It's so much more worth it, too. Be like, be like Dawson, why do you want to do that? Why do you not want to have your family? Because I'm going to be the first and I'm going to be the last successful Eigelhart. I know that for a fact. It's going to happen. I'm going to be successful. All right? And let's say I do become successful. The odds of, of me having successful kids, it skips a generation. Okay? So it's going to, it like, well, not going to skip a full generation. It's going to skip like seven, eight generations, and then there'll be another successful Eigelhart at the rate it goes. And it's just not worth it. So I'm not going to have kids. I'm going to just let it go off, all right? And then cousins can look at me and be like, oh, well, look at that. Dawson was the last one. Man, it's going to be awesome. But no, I don't want to have kids. I hate when adults come up to me and go, Dawson, you're going to change your mind. I know you're going to change your mind, Dawson. Like, when I was your age, I didn't want to have kids either, but I know you're going to change your mind. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not going to change my mind. There's no way at all. I like, uh, th- me saying this into the podcast, it's even motivating even me even more not to have kids. Just so on the off chance that I do have that little sliver inside of me that's like, Dawson, you, you may want to have kids. That's going to be taken out when I listen to this podcast again, so just to hear my voice go, you're not having kids, Dawson, because I'm not. I'm not. Well, then, Dawson, what are you going to do? What are you going to do if, you know, things happen, you know? You have a little whoopsie. There's no whoopsies. Your boy Dawson right here is going to have a great pullout game. He's going to have an awesome pullout game. That's just, that's just how it's going to be. Well, Dawson, what happens? What happens if it, you know, what happens if you don't one time, you know? Well, you take all the precautions, but it just doesn't work out, you know? Are you, are you, are you for adoption or abortion? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I knew it was going to come down to that. Are you for adoption or abortion, Dawson? Well, yeah, I'm not getting political on here, and I know for a fact that I'm not going to be pinning the corner. I vote for no for both those things. I don't like either of those ideas. You know what idea I am for, though? Have you ever seen on the movies where they take the baby and they wrap it up in this nice blanket and they put it in the basket and they just row it down the river and it just happens to just whoop, go up on land and this family comes by and goes, oh my gosh, a baby, and they take care of it? Yeah, that's what, that's what I want to do. I want to just put my baby in a river. 
But I know for a fact it's not just going to happen so just as you know, wash up on land and some family's going to find it. Because we all know that baby's going to go down a river and it's just going to find the drop off. And it's just go, woo, gone baby. But my baby's not going to be gone. It's going to flow back up. It's going to be crying, of course. It's all shaken up. But it's going to end up going on land and these animals are going to come up to it. And they're going to take it in as its kin. And then they're going to make it and morph it into the first real-life Tarzan. And then when I start walking in parks and start walking out in nature one day, I'm going to just see this great, strong, emasculate man, half-naked, just going from vine to vine in the trees. Just, and I'm going to look up there and be like, oh my gosh, what a beast of a man. Looking, he looks so good because, you know, <laughs> of course he's going to look good. He's got my genetics. So he's just up there, uh, uh, I'm going to be like, oh, man. That baby's going to do a lot better in the wild than it would with me. I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact. So I'm not having kids. That's the moral of the story, and you're not changing my mind. <laughs> That's it. How's everybody's quarantine going? Woo! Man. I have been trapped. I, I moved down here at the worst possible time. I did. I did not move down here at a good time at all. I literally just wanted to move from where I'm from because I wanted to move to a bigger city to start doing stand-up more and start becoming more growth into stand-up comedy. And now it's all put on hold because of this whole quarantine stuff. And it's fine. It's whatever. But no, when I first moved down here, I was like, dude, I got to get some groceries. I got to do something. And of course, no like cleaning supplies and no toilet paper to be found whatsoever and plus also my baller on a budget meal prep plans have all been taken like like ramen noodles gone i couldn't find ramen noodles anywhere okay peanut butter i love peanut butter and nutella sandwiches couldn't find peanut butter or nutella actually no I, i could find nutella but peanut butter is so hard to find they even took my crunchy peanut butter, all right? And that's not even a debate. If you like creamy peanut butter, you can just shut up, all right? No. Crunchy peanut butter all day. All day, every day, crunchy peanut butter, okay? With Nutella on toasted bread. Mm-mm-mm. Cheap and delicious. But no, I couldn't find any of those things. Macaroni, I barely could find. Because I love making macaronis and hot dogs. It's another cheap meal. It's good. Good meal prep. But no, it was so hard to find. And then toilet paper, I needed that. And I traveled all around to try to find it. I went, and, and Texas has every store possible known to man. Way more than when I came from Arkansas. Yeah, I'm from Arkansas. But I came down to Texas. And of course, Texas has a lot more stores. So I went to Walmart. I went to CVS and Walgreens, which is basically the same thing. I went to HEB. I went to Costco. I went to Target. I went to, I even went to Whole Foods, okay? I knew I wasn't going to get anything in there, but I was trying to look for toilet paper. Couldn't find any, okay? Couldn't find any. So I, when I was walking out of the CVS, which was my last stop, I asked the guy, I was like, hey, is there a Dollar General around here? And I, and you, and everybody should know, if you ask any person, or if you have to go to a Dollar General, you are desperate, okay? Because I went to like eight to, I went like, to eight different stores before asking for a Dollar General. 
Because I couldn't, I mean, honestly, I didn't see a Dollar General. But Dollar General is a desperate situation. And the guy looked at me and goes, yeah, but you might not want to go over there. And I looked at him, I was like, what? Like, yeah, it's not really in a good area. Which makes sense because it's Dollar General. Yeah. If you have, if you live in an area and there's more than two Dollar Generals within five minutes from your area or your house, five, ten minutes from your house, you live in a crappy area. That's for a fact. You either live in the middle of nowhere, little country area, or you live in the hood. That Those are the only two places that hold Dollar Generals. A lot of Dollar Generals. And have you ever been to a Dollar General? It's so, like, oh, you have to be desperate. No one goes into a Dollar General with a full grocery list. But then when you walk in there and you have to be desperate, you look weird, you're like, oh my gosh. And you can just get that... Ah, oh, that nice aroma of a homeless man jerking in the very back corner of a Dollar General. Just, you're just like, oh man, this is awful. Everything in there, it's like an indoor flea market. Everything's half open. The floors are disgusting. And then you go in there and you grab that one thing that you desperately needed that you forgot to get at Walmart or whatever better store that you go to. And then you go in line and there's only one person holding the line. There's only one person, like, you know, doing the customers. You, you barely see two people at the Dollar General uh, uh, employees that are helping people check out. So that one person is helping three people, and you're the fourth person in line. You're waiting in there for an hour, <laughs> easily, because these five-star employees they find at Dollar General is insane. Like, oh my gosh, man, where do they find these people at? They they have to be just like just off the street somewhere. And their name tags just describe it all. Just big old capital letters. Half their name, Tiff or Dill. <laughs> Not because they couldn't fit it, because they forgot how to spell the rest of it. Because that's how smart they are at Dollar General. And then when you finally get up there and they check you out, you better have a credit card on you or a debit card. Or some kind of plastic to pay with. Because if you have cash on you, you're not going to want change back. Because by the time that beast is done humping the cash register open and giving you change back, you're going to be like, you know what? I don't want it. I don't want it anymore. You know what? You can just put that in the donation box. You know, the Dollar General donation box is labeled help kids get crack. Because that's what uh, foundation they help. So you just put that in there. I don't want to. I don't want to touch it anymore. And then you get the heck out of there. You get out of there. You just don't want to mess mess with anybody anymore. You just get out of there. And that should be everybody's experience with Dollar General. <laughs> oh, and one more thing about Dollar General: don't go use the bathroom. I almost forgot. Don't go use the bathroom at Dollar General because they hand you this big key that's connected to a ruler. Or connected to something. And anybody that hands you a key to go to the bathroom. It's just an automatic sign that this bathroom is about to be awful. You just unlock it and you're just like, oh, you know what? I'm going to give the key back and I'm going to go someplace else. I, I think I can hold it. But I th yeah. <laughs> just don't go use the bathroom. Any bathroom that has a key with it, don't use. That's my high recommendation. Right then and there. So that's how my quarantine's been going. And, uh, man, everything is, like, it also just kind of slowly, like, 
unlifted for a minute. Like, Texas was like, all right, hey, we're going to go into phase four already and whatever. And now things are starting to close right back up because cases are going crazy, apparently. I don't know. I don't look at the news much. I just, you know, kind of just click through. You know, I have other things I should be doing, but you know what? I just need to keep with it because I want to know when I can get back on stage. Not anytime soon. (laughs) Everybody's still getting sick, so guess what? Dawson's got to stay home still. Do absolutely nothing. Go walk in the park for the 76th time. God. But you got to look at the positives of it, all right? I'm healthy, so you got to look at the positives. For sure. You gotta just look at them. Anyways, now we're moving on to segment. A segment in my podcast. This is a segment where I find one, two, or more articles that I want to talk to y'all about that I find on the internet that I find interesting that I want to tell you about. Nice, nice little, nice little segment that is just Dawson's articles. I haven't really came up with a nice proper name for it yet, but it's going to be same just dedicated to articles that I find across the internet. And the first article that I have that it's and it's titled uh Princeton grad murdered father for lowering his allowance from $4,000 a month to $1,200 a month. I'm going to read that again for you so you can process it. Princeton grad murdered father for lowering his allowance from $4,000 a month to $1,200 a month. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Okay. At first, when I read this headline, I thought it was one of those fake headlines that you see on Facebook or any social media post. And and I love it too. When someone posts like an outrageous headline, just like to get people just spiked up enraged, like, (laughs) Like, some guy, random guy blows up orphanage. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, that is crazy. Like, it's completely not true, but you find it on Facebook. You just, like, find those enraged people that are gullible and they'll believe everything. And they'll just be like, oh, they got to comment on it. No, this is an actual headline. CNN has it. Fox has it. uh, New York Times. All the nice, good, important ones have it. And it's... I cannot believe this happened. I don't even know what allowance is. He complained about that, but I don't even know what allowance is. My thing closest to allowance was stealing money from my mom's purse. That's what that's what my allowance was. For sure. And and don't judge me. Alright? Adults or kids listening to this podcast, don't judge me. Okay, because I know for a fact that you've stolen money out of your mom's purse at least once or a few times or twenty. Okay? Even rich kids do it. It's just that like little high that you get. You see your mom's purse open, you open, and you're like, oh my gosh, a nice tin. Oh, I'm going to keep this. I'm going to keep this. Oh, put it in your pocket and then go. You're done. You got it. So don't judge me for that. And then what cracks me up even more about this story is, is the mom pleaded for um, that he's mentally ill. Really? <laughs> I, I hate that plea. I really do, because this kid especially knew what he was doing. His dad gave him over a 50% budget cut, and he threw a typical Princeton temper tantrum, and he, boom, murders dad in cold blood. That's what happened. 
And and I think the mom was probably a part of it too. Because if she says that, she must have been a part of it too. She's like, oh, come on. It's, that's my theory. She could have had something to do with it. Interrogate her. I don't know. <laughs> but there's no way. No way. Because you also got to look at it this side too. What happens if you go into work one day and your boss comes up to you and tells you that you get over a 50% budget cut? I know for a fact the next day because I would too come in the next day with a sawed-off shotgun and blow half his face off Red Dead Redemption style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a double barrel so you hear the part. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Can Anybody would do that. Go to that extent. <laughs> Speaking of westerns, what happened to that? What happened to quick draw battles? That would solve all the bar fight problems. Like back in the 1800s, what happened to that? Bar fights. Everybody gets in a bar fight. The bar guy goes, starts cleaning the cup. He goes, hey, hey, hey. You know where to take this. And they're like, oh, okay. They go outside and they do their little five-second countdown. And boom, one of them wins. One of them dies. Boom, problem solved. Why don't they do that nowadays? Someone gets into a bar fight. The bartender takes out two Colt 45s, puts them on the bar table, and goes, hey, take this outside now and everybody, and they're like oh okay okay people start putting bets on who's going to win and the and the person who bets the uh bets the most and wins gets to have free drinks for the rest of the night oh my god it would be amazing because guess what it's not going to happen because it's inhumane Dawson I can't even believe you brought up that idea look it's just a simple solution no one wants to listen Ugh. we're going to move on to the next headline though Let's read here. Mick Jagger has a four-year-old daughter. I know. The older people that are listening to this, yeah, it's going to blow their minds more than the younger people, but I'll explain to the younger people. Mick Jagger is 76 years old. He made music for the Rolling Stones. And all I got to say is, is he has a four-year-old child. How did that happen? His reproductive system is still working perfectly? That's amazing. How is that? How? And he has a four-year-old daughter. He's not even going to make it to when she's in middle school. Like, she's going to be in middle school without a father. And then, like, (laughs) she's walking through the hallway. Everybody's like, oh, my gosh, I heard what happened. Are you okay? Like, I I wonder what it would be like without a father. Like, is it okay? And she's like, oh. It's okay. He died of natural causes. What? Yeah, he's just super old. He was like 96. Whoa. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jagger's, I, I think wife or girlfriend's like 30-something years old. So, I mean, you know she's pulling out a good old life insurance policy off of him. Okay, it's just a theory. I'm probably wrong, but it could be a theory. Pulling out a life insurance policy thick. Hey, but who knows, all right? Speaking of life insurance policies, I had to sign up for one. When I signed up for my car insurance, I had to do a life insurance policy, but I had to put a beneficiary down. And before I get to that, they were doing my life insurance, and they were asking me the questions, and one of them came over. They're like, hey, do you do cocaine or heroin or uh, meth? And they were like starting to name off these hardcore drugs. I was like, no, I, I don't. I was like, do you have people that do admit to that, though? And she's like, yeah. 
I'm like, I bet the rest of that conversation is just awkward. Like, hey, do you do heroin? Yeah, I do heroin. Oh, okay. Write you down. <laughs> like, why wouldn't they just lie about that? I mean, I guess it would be bad to lie, but I mean, they're so messed up in the head anyways. I guess that's why they would just be like, yeah, I just do heroin, whatever. <laughs> but no, I had to figure out a beneficiary. And I had to figure out who in my family is willing or like, like is good enough to have my cash if I died, have my money. And it was really hard because I don't think any of my, anybody in my family deserves to have my money when I die. They just, it's just not, they just don't deserve it. So I had to think about it. I was like, do I have to have a beneficiary? She was like, yes, you have to. I was like, okay. All right, give me, give me some thoughts. So I start flipping a coin, heads, tails, heads, tails, you know, doing the little, you know, talking, flipping the coin, whatever. I was like, all right, fine, my sister. Give it, if I die, she can have my money. She'll use it. Hopefully for good. She's like, all right. So, yeah, my sister knows. She knows that she's my beneficiary. So if I come up missing one day, okay? If I come up missing and no one can find me, no one's ever heard of me, go to her first. Because guess what? I've seen the ID channel. I've listened to the ID channel. I've watched it. And that's what people do. Sign a life insurance policy, and a few months later, their bodies are chopped up, put in center blocks, and thrown into a creek. I've seen it. Okay? So, if, if I come up missing, my sister needs to be first in line. First in line to get uh, in, interrogated with. Okay? Because, no. It's not going to happen. But th- this is the end of the article segment. Yes, end of it. I may have two. I may have three on here, but today I only had two. All right, if I'm feeling frisky, I may do three or four. Who knows? But as of right now, it's only going to be two. And I hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed them. So that is end of Dawson's article segment. Uh, moving along to my grandpa. Yeah, my grandpa's racist, but he loves Mexican food. I've, I've never understood that. At all. That he's racist, but he loves Mexican food. <laughs> like, you can just walk into a Mexican food restaurant, order enchiladas. I think he orders chicken and beef, not just chicken or beef. Just both of them. Covers them in extra cheese. And then just starts shoveling them into his mouth. Just, mmm. 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 Man, these enchiladas are so good. Oh, man. Who are these chefs that are making this? Oh, thank you, Jesus. And Jose back there making these. Enchilada is so delicious, but guess what? Trump 2020, I still want the wall built. I want the wall. You're like, okay, Grandpa. <laughs> he's like, he's like, veg- he's like the vegetarians of racist. Like, come on, <laughs> pick a side. You either go full racist or you don't. Come on. You can't, you can't, you know, shuffle, shuffle around. And <laughs> speaking of racism, did you hear about Kyle Larson, the NASCAR driver that got fired for saying the N word? Uh, over a uh, a stream, I think it was like some like little like test driving stream or something. Did you hear about that? I mean, the first the first thing that I thought about when I heard about that was I thought NASCAR fans get two strikes. Oh, I oh Dawson, oh really, really? I'm like, dude, come on, look at who watches NASCAR. <laughs> look at the audience that watches NASCAR. Okay. There's not amazing people who watch NASCAR. <laughs> but no, he uh 
he had that dispute. Now he's fired. Uh, now people are quitting. Uh, one guy quit NASCAR because of the Confederate flag. You can't use the Confederate flag and anything around NASCAR anymore. And it's, everybody's just, he's just like, you know what? Fine. No Confederate flag in NASCAR. I'm done. I'm not doing this sport anymore. Fine. We don't need you in this sport. It's not. I don't even consider it a sport. It's like a awful, awful hobby. Like, <laughs> how is it a sport? Like, who wants to go around laps for just miles and miles and miles? Or just laps. Just 400 laps, just constantly in left turns. If I was a NASCAR driver, a few laps in, I would get so bored. I would just do a full 180, go back and cause the most mayhem that I could possibly can. Just start hitting other cars around there. Be like, oh my gosh. I'll start hitting everybody, causing mayhem, fire starting. No one finishes the race. Because that's how boring NASCAR is. I cannot. Oh, my gosh. And the fans. Oh, my. Where do these people come from? The NASCAR fans. Man. I bet they were pumped up when the Blue Angels flew over their closest uh, closest city. Remember that? When the Blue Angels flew over uh, uh, for the nurses a little while ago? Just They just flew over. And dedication for them. I bet you all the redneck families are like, Honey, honey, we got to get in the car. You know how we're going to go see the Blue Angels of the Daytona 500 this year? We get to see them twice. We get to see them go over in the closest city we're nearby. Yeah. We get to go see them. Come on, get in the kid. Come on, kids, get in the car. Get in the car. We got to go see them. <laughs> I would love to see that one redneck family that's late for the Blue Angels. They show up. They're just like, Hey. Ooh. Are, are they about to be here? And then everybody's just like, they already came. What? What? No. No. Honey, I told you we needed to leave earlier. Kids, why did you not get dressed in time? Oh, my. I am so angry. I knew I should have married your other. I knew I should have married your sister. Ugh. The Blue Angels. What a sight to see. <laughs> I missed it, okay? I was driving home from work. I didn't even know they were flying over until I got home. And I saw on social media that they were flying over cities. I was just driving home. People were pulled over on the interstate. They were over on the crossover bridges, crossing over the interstate. Everybody was just out with their cameras. I thought they were just happy to be outside for the first time since quarantine happened. Just like, oh my gosh, this is what outside looks like i've been trapped in my house for months just click 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 oh yay no <laughs> that is sadly not what it was at all <laughs> oh my gosh i'm getting some cotton mouth i need to take a drink of water real quick Woo! Woo! Uh, let's let's see what let's see how much time it's left, or well, not left, but oh wow, I've been doing this for thirty minutes. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't really want to make them over an hour because I don't want to bore y'all too much, and I don't even think I could go an hour. Like an hour is a lot, and it's just talking a lot. And I'm just by myself. I don't think y'all want to hear me ramble for an hour. I eventually want to do Q and A's. That's what I want to do. Like if y'all submit me a question or whatever, I'll read them off. I would love to do that. 
hopefully when I post this out there, people will start sending me Q&As for the next one, the next episode. I'll start doing that. But no, who knows? Oh, coming up last, before we hit the conclusion, we're going to wrap this thing up. But have y'all heard this thing called My Only Fans? Wow. My Only Fans. Yeah, that's an actual thing. It's like a private account where like celebrities and other people can post themselves half naked or fully naked on this other platform. Just showing and exposing their bodies. And uh, people just have to pay a monthly subscription that's set by them. Or they just pay full price for a two minute video of them doing whatever. It's, it's outrageous. I cannot believe that's actually a thing. And even some YouTube celebrities do it, like celebrities do it, but I've noticed like a lot of YouTube vloggers and celebrities do it, and I just don't think it's profi- prof- profitable at all, because people could just take those videos and just post them someplace else, <laughs> and they just lost all that money. <laughs> people could just go see them half naked dancing around or whatnot, just post it on Twitter or whatever, and you're just like, okay. <laughs> I can't believe this is an actual thing. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because now there's scammers that are starting to make fake accounts of like girls that I know that I follow on Instagram that are like from my high school. And then like all of a sudden they'll follow me and I'm like, oh, I thought I already followed them. And then I'll click on them and be like, oh, welcome to my OnlyFans. Like you're like, oh my God. God, no way. Did they actually have an only my only fans? That's gross. <laughs> I am not following them. I'm that's a that is disgusting. I don't <laughs> I do wow, I just I don't know. I just lost all respect for you. I don't <laughs> But no, it turns out to be a scammy thing. You click the link and I think somehow they hack you. I think that's what it is. I I don't know, but the my only fans thing just blows my mind. So any celebrities that are doing out there, have fun. Get exposed. All right? It's only the profit's going to last so long. But let's go ahead and wrap this thing up and uh, do the conclusion right here and right now. All right? Thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast that I have uh, going. Um, it's not going to, it's not, my podcast are not going to be always like this. It's basically just an intro to get to know me. And yeah, I did mostly what I was going to be talking about. But you know what? If you enjoyed uh, listening to me today, you know what? Click that five-star button. All right? Click it. I need it. Send me a, give me a little nice comment. Okay? And don't judge me. Don't judge me based off this podcast. All right? My first podcast. Okay? Because there's, I've seen plenty of other, I've listened to plenty of people scroll down. I've listened to their first podcast, even the famous ones now. And they started out a little rough around the edges. Okay? But no, my goal is to just make y'all laugh. That's all I want to do. This podcast is nothing serious on it. I just put up subjects. I just talk about certain little things on here. And hopefully y'all feel entertained by it. Alright, I'm going to be doing it every Tuesday and every Friday. Until further notice. I may just switch it and do every Tuesday once comedy clubs start opening back up. But as long as I'm quarantined and I have absolutely nothing else to do. I will be more than happy to post every Tuesday and every Friday for y'all. So y'all can just listen to my thoughts. Just go out and just have an awesome experience. Uh, have an awesome experience with that. Oh, man. Oh.
Ooh. I moved my water bottle. It sounded amazing with the ASMR. Take another sip. Oh, delicious. ASMR. Don't you just love those videos? People just, and then they crunch up like, like pieces of paper or the most oddest stuff ever. They'll just. And you're like, oh, wow, that's so soothing. And don't you notice that only hot girls can do it? Only hot girls could do ASMR videos. There's no, there's no girls that can do ASMR videos that are not hot. I've never seen a not hot ASMR video. I've never seen even guys do ASMR videos. They just want to see some hot girl eat a, a honeycomb. Just. Oh, I hate hearing myself smack. I hate smacking. That's the thing. That's the reason why I can never get into those eating ones. I can never get into ASMR, period. But I can't get into those eating ones because the, the, the smacking, the amount of smacking that I hear, just, oh, I, hate, I absolutely hate it. I hate it. Absolutely. That's awful. I just, I can't, oh, but no, that's what my point is. You've never seen it. You never seen an unattractive lady, woman, do an ASMR video. That's for a fact. That would be like a my six hundred pound life woman just be like, "Hey, how's it going? Listen to the sound of my voice. Oh, I just got done eating seven whoppers from McDonald's, or or is that Burger King? Oh, I don't know. The the cholesterol is taking over my brain. Oh, oh my gosh, I gotta take a mid. I gotta take a. I gotta take a break real quick to breathe." Oh my god. And then she'll just fall over dead. Or I would exit out. More than likely, I would just exit out at that point. I would exit out in the middle of it because I can just hear the fat through the microphone. I just can't take it. I just disgust my ears. It's not even a fat shaming thing either. If, uh, I don't care how hot you are. If you're smacking into a microphone, whatever you're eating, just that's not hot to me. That's not sexy. That does not soothe me whatsoever and you are getting x'd out of my tab <laughs> i don't want to listen to you anymore anyways i got a little off sidetrack but in the future i want to make a segment called a q a segment it's where i just ask, uh, answer people's questions or uh re- respond to their statements that they send to me and you can send to me anything uh through my dms which the older people that are listening to this that's direct message uh, on any social media platform instagram facebook twitter snapchat i even have reddit so just direct message me any questions that you have that you want me to answer or just make a statement and I could talk about it on my little segment uh, at Iglehart Dawson. That's where you can send it to at Iglehart Dawson on any of those social media platforms. And for the older people, if, if you use email, I don't care. I, I, I mean, I, I'll, I don't really use email at all, but I will reply to your email. Or look at your emails if need be. My email is DawsonIgleHeartBurner at gmail.com. And you could just take a hint there that I mostly use that email for uh, coupons uh, and shopping instances. But, you know, I will look at it. And if you have a question on there for me or a statement, I will take it and put it in that segment as well. But thank you for listening to the first episode of the last Igleheart podcast. And DJ, I'm going to need you to play that intro as an outro. 
okay, because we're about to jam out here. And if you didn't like the intro, that's fine. Exit off right now because me and the people that did like this intro are about to jam out for the first episode of the last Eagle Heart podcast. Many more to come Tuesdays and Fridays. DJ, hit it. Eagle Heart podcast. Podcast. You are, are listening to uh, the last.